Welcome back to The Bracketologist. I am your host, Ben Walnick. I am here with my wife who's already laughing at me. Katie, how's it going? It's going. Katie's super nervous to be on the podcast, but we're talking about a subject that she's very knowledgeable in, I would say. I just don't want to be a big dud. <laughs> this can't be your worst episode ever. I feel a lot of pressure. I don't think it, I, I think it's going to be pretty easy to surpass some of the worst episodes. Uh, we've had a lot of duds on the bracketologist and uh, we'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about HGTV shows. And this is not every HGTV show that has existed. Um, this is the top 12 that I've come up with. It's uh, shows that we have seen frequently, even though there's some shows maybe that have a few more episodes, haven't seen it as much. Um, so we're going to go through our top 12. When we have 12, that means we have four playing matchups and our four top seats will all get a buy in the first round. And again, if this is your first time listening, uh, I'm the bracketologist. I came up with the rankings. I ultimately will decide what moves on, but I also will probably bend the knee a little bit more easily when I'm having an argument with my wife. So let's jump into this. Are you ready to go, Katie? Born ready. <laughs> Our first matchup is going to be the eight seed, Good Bones, versus the nine seed, Beachfront Bargain Hunt. Uh, a little quick insight here Good Bones. The hosts, hostesses, Karen and Mina, on from 2016 to currently still going. 50 episodes versus Beachfront Bargain Hunt, which surprisingly has 156 episodes and has been going since 2013 and uh, obviously no real host as they go through realtors all the time. So what's your gut feeling on this, Katie? Um, I mean, I'm going to have to go with Beachfront Bargain um, Hunt. I enjoy good bones i like their mother-daughter relationship but i feel like a lot of the times they don't focus as much on the actual renovation um whereas i just like seeing the different areas with the beachfront bargain bargain i feel like good bones is fine i feel like the they're like almost doing like complete rebuilds which isn't as interesting to me as like trying to keep a lot of what's already there on some of these other restoration shows and then I mean, you know me. We I like guessing on numbers and trying to figure out stuff when we're doing beachfront bargain hunt where it's like, what's the pricing going to be on this house or on this apartment or condo? Um, it's just a little bit more fun. Plus, I feel like Good Bones could be a 30-minute episode, and they always, like, stretch it out. It, feel, it feels long, doesn't it? It does. I think it's because they come up with so many other issues. But like you said, they completely gut everything. They don't really restore anything. Um they have a very specific taste that doesn't tend to be my taste, so I just like the beachfront bargain. Sometimes in Good Bones, they like already have like a potential buyer that they're like showing it to towards the end, and it just feels weird. Well, and I don't like they don't always have a resolution, so a lot of the times it's still on the market and hasn't sold, um, and so you don't have that resolution to it. Yeah. We don't like open ended. No. We don't know what's going on. I we want to know have, what it's sold for. I got to have an answer. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we can count that as a minor upset, but it's, you know, the eight seed versus the nine seed, it's close. Um, let's stay on the left side of the bracket. Some personal favorites for Katie. She's <laughs> she's picking between two children here. We've got our number five seed, Hometown, hosted by Ben and Aaron Napier. It's uh, one of the more recent shows, started in 2016, only 49 episodes, versus Flea Market Flip, which hasn't had a new episode in two or three years, uh, but actually has more episodes than I thought, uh, hosted by Lara Spencer, 82 episodes for that one. Um, really the most game show aspect 
to all of the HGTV shows where uh, if you're not familiar with Flea Market Flip, uh, basically you've got two teams of two and they go to a flea market, they pick some random things, there has to be some sort of theme that they tell them there has to be on each episode, and then they go restore it and try to sell it at another flea market for more money. Um, what do you think on this? I mean, I love Flea Market Flip. It combines a game show with um, crafting, which I love myself. Um, some of the stuff is complete garbage that people come up with, which is really funny to then see them try to sell it. Um, but you got to go with hometown. I think Ben and Aaron are just the absolute cutest. I love what they do with their houses. I love that they don't have just one style that they um, kind of gear it towards the personality of whoever they are um doing the renovation for. I also love how much restoration they do. And I really want that hardwood floor guy to come to our house because he is a magician. Uh, we can talk more about hometown because we're going to have it advanced, but it's also, I like how they know the town so well. And like mm -hmm. each one of these houses has the story and they, they're restoring, like not only making the town better, but they're also like, they really work really hard to keep you know, kind of the integrity of the house and then use, I, I love how, I mean, it's always like cliche and you know, it's always coming when he uses some sort of wood to create something new, but it's always really cool. But it's too. still adorable. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about hometown. Um, Cause I feel like it could make a deep run. Let's go to the other side of the bracket. We've got seven flip or flop versus 10 bargain mansions, uh, flip or flop, obviously some uh, weird behind the scenes stuff going on there as you've got Tarek and Christina who, uh, were married, now divorced. They still have 129 episodes they've done together. Um, and the premise of that show is instead of flipping something from a flea market, they're literally flipping an entire home. Um, so they have some disgusting adventures and then some interesting choices on design that they do. Uh, Verse Bargain Mansions, which is our, our local show, Katie. We, uh, we have Tamara Day and her dad. Um, that's been around the most recent show probably. That's only been around for uh three years 34 episodes and uh you have actually stepped foot in a home that has been renovated by tamra day eh? yeah what home well we're not mentioning names oh. it's someone you work with remember oh yeah <laughs> i i haven't been there yet but yes <laughs> okay um so flipper flop those houses are disgusting. And yes, I don't share any style choices that Christina comes up with, but I do kind of like to see what they do with these houses. It's pretty impressive. Um, Bargain Mansions, I, I kind of like how she breaks it up into phases. I like that she doesn't do the entire house in one. She'll do it in like the first floor, the second floor um, over. I, th I just think it's more realistic. Um, I do like that it's local. I think that makes it fun to watch. So this is this is tough for me. Do who do you like? Uh, do you like Christina's designs better, like what she actually does with the houses, or do you like what Tamara does here in Kansas City? I don't know if either one completely aligns. Um, I would maybe go towards Bargain Mansions. Um, I think. Flipper flop is really modern um, as far as design choices, but I also like seeing those designs come together. Um, so I might not choose to live there, but um, I think it's impressive what they do. So the the biggest issue I have with bargain mansions versus flipper flop is I feel like almost all the time you're getting resolution with flipper flop, mm -hmm. or at least they're saying like 
we're struggling to sell this, it's still on the market. Whereas Bargain Mansion sometimes will go through this entire lengthy one hour episode versus a 30 minute episode, which I like the shorter episodes. Um, and we'll get to the end and they, they literally won't tell us what's going on with the house. Um, but I do like the local Kansas City aspect because we know the neighborhoods. Yeah. But if we're going generalizable, mm-hmm. I think we got to go with flip or flop. I think so too. Again, if it's, there's some episodes, there's some shows that are an hour long that I feel like it's a pretty easy hour, but mm-hmm. like Bargain Mansions, I feel like can't, they try to drag it on sometimes, very much like Good Bones. Uh, okay, six seed, Lottery Dream Home, a personal favorite of ours, mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. 11 seed, another personal favorite, Tiny House Hunters. So a couple things here. One, Lottery Dream Home, been around since 2015, 79 episodes. David Bromstad, who is not Love Asian. Him. Not Love Asian. him. Uh, Sorry, Katie's Emily. sister thinks that he's Asian. He's not. He's not he Asian. is absolutely not. No. Wikipedia confirmed it. <laughs> uh, and then Tiny House Hunters. There's oh. o- only been 68 episodes, which I was kind of surprised by. That's been around since 2014, so similar start date. Tiny House Hunters is, out of everything on this list, probably the best hate watch. Would you agree? Absolutely. I, oh, it's like we came up with a drinking game to this. Um, so anytime people made ridiculous comments like there's no room to entertain. Ooh, I like this, but I'd really like full size appliances. Where are my four giant dogs going to live? Um, ridiculous stuff like that. We're talking about storage. Um, I love to hate watch this show. I don't think these people actually want to live in tiny houses. What I, I can't explain the frustration when someone is looking at a 250 square foot (laughs) tiny house and then they're complaining that there's not a full-size bathtub i need my tub that's out of the out of the design i'd really prefer to have my bedroom on the bottom floor so that my dog doesn't have to use the ladder yeah maybe they should just make a little harness and hoist them up but it's a ridiculous show these people are ridiculous. I don't think they actually want this life choice, um, but they like the trend. But my lottery dream home, he is so happy and brings so much joy to these people. Um, I worry about the longevity of the show because there's not that many lottery winners, so especially that can afford these houses. Um, but it is entertaining to watch and really moving at times. So I would go with lottery dream home. Yeah, I my, my biggest con for lottery lottery dream home is that sometimes you get these people that win like more than a million dollars and they're like i'm only going to buy a two hundred thousand dollar home which is probably smart financially but i'm not as interested in that i'm happy for those people who are making responsible choices and not falling into that trap of spending all their money i am too but the introduction to that show and like the montage at the beginning is like they're showing all these like five and ten million dollar homes and then nine out of 10 times, it's like, hey, we're going to the middle of Minnesota and here's our budget of $250,000 and it it turns into just basically house hunters, but they happen to have won the lottery. Yeah, I still like it. (laughs) And it's gonna be an interesting matchup because the next matchup it'll have is a show that is structured very similarly. Uh, All right, so we have our Elite Eight. Let's reveal what our top four seeds are. So we have our number one overall seed, uh, the iconic Fixer Upper versus Beachfront Bargain Hunt. We have our number two seed, Property Brothers, and we're going to keep this as the original Property Brothers shows. I know they have multiple different shows now. Versus our seven seed, Flip or Flop. Our number three seed is House Hunters versus Lottery Dream Home. And our number four seed, Love It or List It versus Hometown. We had 
Only one minor upset in the first round. That was our nine seed over our eight seed. And let's go to that matchup now. Number one seed, Fixer Upper versus our nine seed, Beachfront Bargain Hunt. Uh, it's pretty easy, right? Yeah. I mean, only one of these has a full line at Target. so And a new network, and they're bringing the show back. They yeah. have their Chip and Joe. They've been, they did it from 2013 to 2018. Only 79 episodes. Uh, only 65 of those episodes did Chip have white teeth. Um, <laughs> that dead tooth. That yeah. dead tooth got fixed real quick once yeah. that money was coming in. Um, but they're the OGs. I mean, yeah. I feel like they made HGTV and these renovation shows what it is today. So I think we got to advance them. And we do have a, a few of these shows are actually started before Fixer Upper. But I definitely think um, the trend of that show and how popular it got definitely took HGTV to another level. Um, we'll talk more about that and my experience in Waco, Texas, as we get further into this bracket. Uh, let's go to our two seed, which is Property Brothers versus our seven seed, Flip or Flop. Uh, Drew and Jonathan Scott, 2011 to present, 173 episodes of their original Property Brothers show, and that does not include Property Brothers Forever Home. Now they're doing the celebrity one with Celebrity IOU. They do work. They do a lot of work. And also, uh, is it Drew or Jonathan that's now dating Zoe Deschanel? I don't remember which one. I don't remember which one. They look very similar. Yeah, well, they are twins. They are twins, so. <laughs> are they technically identical twins? Yes. Okay. Have I mean, you seen the show? <laughs> sometimes their haircut's different. <laughs> um, okay, so let's jump into this. Uh, pretty easy versus flipper flop. Here. Absolutely, Property Brothers. Um, I I know we've talked to people and they seem to be very polarizing. I happen to love the Property Brothers. I think they're funny. Um, I like their designs. I think they do really good work. Um, I think this easily advances. I wish I could see them do more properties that are we're more familiar with versus they do a lot of work like in San Francisco with like homes that just like the prices they're dealing with and the size of homes they're dealing with are just not in the realm of what we deal with here in the middle of the country. But that's not really their own fault. That's just kind of where they're based. And I do love that they start episodes with like showing these people like a model home that they yeah. could never afford. This is a million dollars over your budget. <laughs> I do. I think it's smart, though, that they're doing it. They just pick these places. So I think they're in like Nashville, maybe Toronto mm. and then around Vegas. So I think it's smart that then they have their crews. They have the people that they work with all the time. Um, they're not trying to mix it up too much. And then I think that you would see a slip in their um, quality. For sure. Um, okay, so one seed and two seed both advance. Three seed is House Hunters versus Lottery Dream Home. Um, so I kind of wrote in here House Hunters and House Hunters International. They're basically the same show, except for obviously one's not in the U.S. Can you guess, give me a guess, how many House Hunters episodes Lordy. do you think there have been? 350. 2,351. And 2,240 international episodes. That so is combined about 5,000. Obscene. That's insane. But it also means that they don't replay episodes. I feel like Lottery Dream Home, you're going to run out of new episodes. I feel like any time House Hunters is on, it's almost something that I've never seen. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's, there's just so much structure. variety. They are. And as much as I love the host of Lottery Dream Home, sidebar, not Asian, um, he, I don't think he just wins out over the variety that you get with house hunters. I also like, um, obviously we get the international side of it too, but I, I like that, um, 
you can really judge. A, every now and then you get like close to local or something you're mm -hmm. familiar with. Like we've seen Kansas City episodes of House Hunters. Um, but it, you also get a new real estate agent every time. And so like there's a whole another dynamic to to judging the episode on that real estate agent's really good at their job, really bad at their job or really weird or whatever. It's also entertaining that they always make the couple seem like they have completely different views and maybe they shouldn't be married. Um, so that's pretty entertaining sometimes. I want a new build. I want something I want old. old. I want I... something that's several stories. Well, I want a ranch it's home. It's like, have you guys ever met? This is... I don't know how you could be married to someone that is like, I want an open concept versus I don't want an open concept. Yeah, That's I like mean, very basic. It's got to be for TV, but at the same time, it makes it entertaining and <laughs> makes you wonder. Maybe we should go back and re revisit some of these relationships. Uh, all right. Our last show we haven't talked about, uh, Love It or List It is our four seed versus our five seed hometown. Love It or List It, hosted by Hillary and David. 2008 to present. So other than House Hunters, I believe that's the oldest show on our list. 206 episodes. And we've only seen a few of these episodes, but if you remember, Love It or List It has a Vancouver edition. Mm -hmm. 160 episodes was really surprising to me because I feel like we've only seen probably five to ten of those. Um, weird dynamic between the hosts. They are so mean. But it's... they're like friend they're friendly, but like they're mean for the show. They're frenemies. Yeah. But it's not enjoyable for me to watch. It like is too cringeworthy. Also, he never wins. Hillary always wins. Yeah, it's definitely I would say like eighty like percent of the time. I was time. gonna say two out of ten times he wins. Yes, and I just uh, the love hate relationship. There's just a little bit too much hate, and I also feel like she gets dogged on so much. They're like, oh, by the way, add three bedrooms, but we're not giving you any extra money or any extra space, and I just. I can't deal with that level of idiocracy. Well, they're always like, here's my list of eight things that I want, and your budget is $50,000 for the renovation. And then when she's like, we have to cut something, they're like so mad. Yeah. Very unrealistic unreal homeowners on this show. Hillary, uh, you can't fix stupid. So. And her designs are good. They're really good. Oh, yeah. It's very impressive what she can do with what some of these dum-dums give her. So um, the, thing, the thing that annoys me the most about the show is I feel like sometimes – List it should win, and I don't understand what the family's doing because, like, they'll literally get presented a home that they're getting an extra thousand square feet that's very close to the neighborhood they want to be in, that has everything on their checklist. Plus, because of their budget, they had to cut two or three things they wanted from Hillary, and they're also gaining money because they find a home that they're actually going to make a profit off of because of the renovation, and they still choose to stay. And it's just makes me angry. As a person that's like looking at the finances, I just get very angry. Which I understand it because they're very sentimental and attached to their homes and they're exactly where they want to be. It might not be the exact house that they want, but I don't look at our finances. So enjoy losing that $75,000 profit you could have made. Um, hometown. So you're, you're going hometown. Mm -hmm. I, mm, this is tougher. This is closer for me because I like, <laughs> there's no game with hometown. And with Love It or List It, it's like this at least with house hunters and with love it or list it, like you're, you're having, there's some sort of decision being made and there's like, what's it going to be? Like, you know that it's just a renovation is happening at the end of hometown and there's really no surprises, but it doesn't make me feel good. The love it or list it. It just, That's fair. it makes me, it's not relaxing for me and hometown. I love that. Unlike some of the other renovation, re renovation shows, they don't always have a problem, which it just seems like, 
they're always creating something with Fixer Upper. Yes. And something always comes up and they're always asking for more money. And I think hometown, they're like, we got this. We're going to get this covered and moving on just towards a beautiful home and a nice feel good time had by all. <laughs> all right. Hometown advances. Yeah, I already burned it down. So I saw you. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> uh, so we have a minor upset there again. We haven't had any giant upsets. We had our nine over our eight and our five over our four. So our final four is Fixer Upper, our one seed, versus Hometown, our five seed, and Property Brothers, our two seed, versus House Hunters, our three seed. Um, we have two very similar shows here with Fixer Upper and Hometown. Um, basically, Hometown is the newer version of Fixer Upper. Um, Hometown's like their child. Yeah. it's. I, I This is a very tough decision because I think that hometown is probably a more enjoyable and I feel happier at the end of a hometown episode versus fixer upper. And maybe that's just my negative memories of central Texas. Um, but fixer upper is definitely the legacy show and the show that like we're doing. The only reason we're doing an HGTV bracket is because fixer upper led the way and like hometown doesn't exist without fixer upper. Right? Absolutely. So that's what makes this decision really hard. Kind of give me your pitch on, most people think Chip and Joe are, are the greatest, but you're more of a Ben and Aaron Napier fan. Kind of give me that contrast and comparison between these hosts. I mean, I just think it seems who's more real. Um, I like that Aaron is such an artist, and I like their relationship better. I like that they don't have their daughter on the show. I mean, having a daughter, I like that they kind of shelter her from that. Um, the only time she appears is actually when she would like organically be around. Um, it just seems less scripted um whereas sometimes i think chip and joe are hilarious i like their relationship but i think sometimes um it's a little bit too scripted um and i just i i don't know aaron and ben are just i also there's real there's a like five to ten percent of me feels like chip loves demo but i i don't see him as much like doing the actual nitty gritty of the renovation. Whereas I feel like I see a little bit more of Ben Napier's involvement in the whole process. Ben is very skilled. Like it shows him doing all that woodwork. And I think, I think they are both more skilled where I think Chip and Joe have built this amazing crew that can like fulfill their, like their, vision of what they want. Um, I also like that Erin has a little bit more diversity in her designs. I think, like I said, Chip and Joe, there's a couple episodes where they do something a little bit different, but overall it's that farmhouse chic that's so popular right now. Um, And I think Ben and Erin are, think a little bit more outside the box. Plus those, those cute little drawings. So adorable. I mean, I want, I want a renovation of my home and then I'll paint you, I'll paint you something. Yes. Yes. Oh. All right. So if we were going most iconic, Fixer Upper. Yeah. But if we're going for what we think is the better show and our favorite show, I think it's Hometown. Ooh, son, you're going to get some hate mail. So Central Texas, I'm sorry. It's I didn't have bad times in Central Texas. Um, I just But you didn't have great times. Waco was not as cool as it is now, thanks to Fixer Upper. I, I missed that train because I left Waco in 2014 and Fixer Upper started in 2013. So um, Your fond memories there revolve around like barbecue. 
Well, yeah, because it's superior to Kansas City Barbecue. Yes, I said it. Um, okay, Property Brothers versus House Hunters. Um, a show where you have hosts, and again, another renovation show um, versus House Hunters, which is definitely more of a game, and you're seeing a lot more of the world, uh, and we don't have hosts. Uh, obviously, like, very different shows. So what do we think? Uh, definitely Property Brothers. Um, I think they're really funny. I love their designs. Um, I, if we can bring in everything else that they've done, the IOU is super entertaining, super touching. Um, the forever home, I think bringing a vision of how they can stay in that current home, um, is enjoyable. I just think there's more diversity, um, with the property brothers. More diversity with the Property Brothers versus seeing the entire world with House Hunters. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I got distracted. I'm getting a call from our pediatrician. Um, call you back later, Dr. Demo. Um, we confirmed that appointment on Tuesday. <laughs> yes, we will be there. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess House Hunters is more of a mindless watch. Um, I don't care if I walk out of the room and I only come back for the final decision sometimes. Property Brothers, like I'm more in it to actually watch the whole process. Um, And I like that you build this relationship watching Drew and Jonathan and you do have the same hosts every time. Whereas House Hunters, it's different every time. So you don't really have any attachment to that show. It's just more of a mindless watch. Don't you feel a little... It's a little forced and cheesy there, the brothers like interactions with the family and with each other, like at the beginning and end of the episode. Absolutely. (laughs) But it's still entertaining. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, I definitely more of a mindless watch with house hunters. Like you said, it's probably not a great thing to say that one of the shows that should be in our championship is a show where if I missed 10 minutes in the middle of it, I wouldn't care as long as I'm there for the recap at the end to see all three houses, see all three prices, see the checks and minuses of what got checked off and what didn't. Um, also, I I don't like the voiceover lady for House Hunters. I just don't like her voice. I'm trying to hear it in my head. She's like, this house is didn't <laughs> didn't have the the backyard that they were looking for or the location. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a great impersonation. Thank you. Wow. Well done. I've, I worked on really it before we started this. Created uh, <laughs> image in my head. Property Brothers, it is. Yeah. Um, so as you can tell, we like the renovation shows. We had a fairly large renovation of our home, uh, which the pricing is not realistic. The pricing you see on here for renovations. Ooh. It hurts a lot more than that. It hurts a lot more. Um, <laughs> evidently, they don't charge for any of the labor when they're mm-hmm. showing these shows. The Property Brothers do stuff for free. Um, okay, so Property Brothers, our two seed versus our five seed hometown in the championship match. Um, okay, so let me just put it out here to this. If you were presented with two new episodes, one from each of these shows on demand, and you could click on either of them to watch, what's your go-to? The hometown. Um, unless we're talking about... Like the Property Brothers, the IOU is super entertaining. Um, like I love the Melissa McCartney episode and Brad Pitt. Jeremy Renner is pretty good that too. That was a really good episode. So I think if we're talking some of their newer stuff, 
Property Brothers. I like that there's more so that I can binge it. Um, Hometown, I got to wait for that next episode to come out because I've already binged everything there is. Yeah. It's also, it would be a little cheap to say it's all Property Brothers because they have so much more diversity in their shows. I think if you're you're looking at the original show that they have the most episodes of, again, like 173 episodes versus we haven't gotten as much of Hometown, less than 50 episodes so far. Um, and I feel, honestly, I feel like Almost every interaction I've seen, not only between Ben and Aaron, but their family members that are involved or their friends that are involved, all of the vendors that they use for specific stuff Mm -hmm. when they go out to some random ranch to just pull like wood from like an abandoned farmhouse and stuff like that. All of their interactions feel very real and like homey. Whereas with Property Brothers, I like them and I like their relationship and I think they do good work. It's scripted. But it's, it feels more scripted and forced. Like, I'm going to. Hometown! Ben gonna, and Aaron! I'm going to pick up this kid and, oh, yeah, we'd babysit for you anytime. Like, that yeah. kind of stuff with Property Brothers. I don't get that with Hometown. Hometown's our it's champion. Hometown. Uh, I think we'll probably get some people disagreeing with Hometown, but. They can suck it. We see a lot of Ben and Aaron in ourselves. I'm very good with woodworking. Yeah. Um, When's the last craft you did, man? Uh, when we shoved toothpicks into the screw holes to reattach our door latches for our basement door. So by woodworking, he means toothpick work. Uh, It worked. It did work. The door is hung beautifully. Yeah. So, guys, if you have a stripped spot where you need to screw something (laughs) in, just shove a bunch of toothpicks in there. With glue. With a little glue, which actually we didn't use glue. Um, Great. It's probably going to come apart very quickly. Don't hang on that door. Um, All right. HGTV, if you aren't watching it, I'm talking to you, Justin. Uh, It's great background. It is. It's just enjoyable. Throw it on. You can basically keep it on all day, and it'll switch it up, and you're never going to be disappointed. And for all of you out there, tiny homes. Oh, make it a drinking game. And don't do it. Don't move into a tiny home. You don't want that, Karen. You want a full-size tub. We got a Karen drop. Love it. All right. Katie, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Until next time.